Hi there. Welcome to the Alma Mother podcast. If you are a mom going back to school, this is the podcast for you. Listen in for encouragement, empowerment, and a little entertainment on the side as we chat all sorts of things related to the unique position of moms being in school. Everything from study tips to self-care and my very favorite topic, happy hour. Join me every week for a new episode and I can't wait to meet you. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Alma Mother podcast. I'm Mandy, and I help moms who are juggling college and family to find the community, life hacks, and self-care they need in order to ditch the mom guilt and chase their dreams. Welcome to this week's episode. We're going to talk today about a topic that I got some questions about after last week's episode. So last week I gave you some Chrome extensions that I find really useful and helpful in my daily life. And one of them kind of piqued some interest and people wanted to know a little bit more about the Pomodoro technique that I talked about last week. So I'm going to tell you all about that today. I started using the Pomodoro technique when I was in grad school myself. And um, now that it's been, you know, 12 years since I started. Is that right? 2009. Wow. Yes, this is year 12 after starting. Well, that was with my PhD. Um, So yeah, my gosh, all of a sudden right now, like time is meaningless because we're all trapped at home. And what day of the week is it anyway? Before we get started with our episode about the Pomodoro technique, I am going to share with you a cocktail Uh, You know, happy hour is one of my favorite, favorite times. During the winter, I love to curl up by the fire with a hot toddy. And I found this beautiful, delicious recipe for a caramel and apple hot toddy with cinnamon. I will link uh, in the show notes the uh, recipe for this one. It does take a little bit of uh, advanced work. You're going to be heating Uh, some ingredients together over your stove, but I promise it is worth it. It is worth the investment of your time to make this one. So you're going to start by putting two thirds of a cup of sugar in a medium saucepan, medium sized saucepan. Uh, You want to put that over high heat with a tablespoon of water. So we're just kind of melting, caramelizing that sugar down. You're going to swirl that around in the pan for about five or six minutes until it turns to that golden caramel color uh, when we're heating sugar. That's a fun chemical reaction. Um, Use a metal spoon and be really mindful of the steam that's going to be put off uh, as you're making this. But while you're doing that, stir in two cups of water and swirl it in the pan until the caramel and the water all combine together. Then you're going to stir in two thirds of a cup of apple juice and four cinnamon sticks in the recipe that I will link. It looks very fancy. They call the cinnamon sticks cinnamon quills, which just makes me smile. Uh, And then you're going to stir in two thirds of a cup of apple pie liqueur. Uh, There are, there are specific brand suggestions in this recipe, but it does not matter any apple pie liqueur that you have on hand or can pick up at the store. You don't need very much of it at all. Once you stir in the alcohol, then you're ready to divide this among your glasses. 
uh, spoon it into those glasses and then spoon the whipped cream over the top of it. Um, and then just a dusting of cinnamon powder on top. You can even garnish each of the glasses with one of those cinnamon sticks. This is great in a coffee mug or, um, you know, whatever you want to sip by the fire, just a delicious caramel and apple hot toddy to get us started today on this chilly day here in Texas. All right, so as promised, I want to tell you a little bit more today about the Pomodoro technique. So this is a technique you can use in order to help yourself focus down when you're studying. If you struggle with distractions like I do, I get squirrely off, like I will, you know, anything can grab my attention. If I hop over to Instagram or Facebook or my phone rings or I get up to go make a cup of tea, I forget where I was, I forget what I was doing. And I have so many tabs open on my computer, on my phone, on my iPad, wherever I'm working, I typically am trying to multitask too often. And so this is a technique that you can use to manage those interruptions to help you um, really be able to concentrate and not make as many mistakes. I, I tend to make more mistakes when I'm not focusing. You can reduce uh, the length and number of meetings. Uh, potentially by using this because you're focused as you're preparing for meetings or as you're, you know, wrapping up and reflecting on meetings, you can really learn how to simplify and organize your tasks. It's also a great way that you can improve your motivation by improving the content of the work that you're doing. So what gets really frustrating for us when we study is that sometimes it feels like we're not making any progress, right? Have you been there? You feel like you've studied for hours and you don't feel like you know the content. This is a technique you can use to help improve your motivation because you're going to be putting out better work because you have fewer distractions and more focus. So no more lack of confidence, no more lack of responsibility. You are going to love how this helps you be productive. It's a way you can transform your time. Sometimes time is our enemy when we have so many things on our plate between taking care of our families and studying and doing all the things that that we put on our plates. Um, we don't want to see time as our enemy. We wanna be able to use time as our ally in order to be able to achieve our goals. So one of the things that's built in with the Pomodoro technique is taking regular breaks, learning to really learn your patterns um, and, and figure out how long things are gonna, are gonna take. It helps you improve your work process, your study process. You're going to be able to meet your deadlines and your course due dates without time pressure. If you're anything like me, you're a procrastinator. We put things off until the very last minute because we have so many other things going on. And so when I have a deadline looming, I tend to work really hard right before that deadline. This will help you learn to transform those complex assignments that you spend days and weeks and sometimes months working on into a series of simpler goals and smaller goals that you can set and reach. And so then again, that's a cycle. It's going to increase your motivation because you're going to feel productive. And the, the probability of success with this is very, very high. So this is a great little tool. And I want to walk you through some of the steps that you need in order to use the Pomodoro technique. So there's really six steps to think about when you start using this Pomodoro technique. It's basically a timer that you're going to set for 25 minutes. 
and then you're going to take a small break. So you're going to think about things in Pomodoros. That's going to become a noun to you. You're going to think, all right, that task is going to take me three Pomodoro cycles, three Pomodoros to work through. And this will start to make sense, I think, after we talk through this first round. But let's look at these six steps. So the first thing is to pick a task that you need to get done. What is something you need to cross off your to-do list? It could be something big. It could be something really small, maybe something that you've been putting off forever. You've been procrastinating and waiting. I don't want to tackle that task. Oh my gosh, y'all, I have so many things like that on my to-do list right now. It doesn't matter which task. Just pick one thing and whatever it is, you're going to focus your undivided attention on this one task. So then you're going to set your, your timer, set your Pomodoro timer. And by the way, Pomodoro is tomato in Italian, I believe. That's where this came from. So the guy who invented this technique had a little kitchen timer on his desk. A little kitchen timer on his desk that was in the shape of a tomato. So can you imagine that? Can you picture it in your head? A little tomato kitchen timer. You're going to set your timer, whatever yours looks like, whether yours looks like a tomato or a digital timer, the app that I talked about last week, uh, which I can tell you again really quickly, the name of that is, I got to pull it up, Marinara. I forget the name of it. It's there in my uh, Google Chrome extensions. Marinara is a Pomodoro timer. When I first started with this, I physically had a tomato timer because I was just kind of enthralled with the idea of this, this technique. So I got a little kitchen timer and you set it for 25 minutes and you make yourself a promise that for those 25 minutes, you're going to focus on just that one task and you're not going to let yourself get interrupted. It's just 25 minutes. It feels very doable. You just focus without any distractions, close all the other tabs or minimize everything that you're not working on at the moment. Close your calendar, close your email, close your Facebook, Instagram, whatever you have going on, close it all down and let this be your one uninterrupted focus for that 25 minutes. You're going to work on that task until the timer goes off. My little tomato timer that I had, uh, it would ring this really kind of old school um, timer. Uh, you know, I don't know how to describe it to you. I wish I had it here to play for you, but I don't. It's up at my other office. Uh, but it, once your timer goes off, uh, then you realize, okay, I've done 25 minutes of work on this. When it rings, you want to put a check mark on a piece of paper. So you've done one Pomodoro timer. Then you get to reward yourself and take a short break. Five minutes, maybe. Maybe just sit and breathe for a minute. Maybe meditate. Maybe go grab a cup of coffee. Go for a really short walk around uh, your office, around your house, around the block. Do something relaxing, maybe. Just get yourself away from your screen, if that's relaxing for you. Your brain is going to thank you for taking these breaks. We are all guilty of, of putting in way too much time when we're studying. It's so tempting to study for hours and hours on end, but that's not great for your brain. If you listen to my series on ways that we can enhance our study habits, we learned that studying for, for shorter periods of time spread out over multiple days is better than binge studying right before a test. So this is, again, right in line with that brain research. Take your short break. Even if it's just to get up, stretch your legs, you know, maybe check Facebook on your phone for a second. Just don't go down that rabbit hole, okay? You just, you can also set yourself a, a timer for your break so that you don't get off uh, of your Pomodoros. Then you're going to come back and you're going to do another Pomodoro 25 minutes, okay? 
every four Pomodoros, every time you go through this cycle four times with your 25 minutes and a break, 25 minutes and a break, once you've completed four of those cycles, you need to take a longer break. Okay. Like 20 minutes, maybe 30, your brain will use this time to really kind of assimilate all of the new information that you're working on and studying or writing. And then you can give your brain a rest before you go back to it. So what you'll learn as you go over this technique more and more is that you'll start to be able to estimate how long a task will take. And you'll start to count things in Pomodoros. Uh, that will take me, I can do that in one Pomodoro. Or mm, I can write that paper, but it might take me six Pomodoros. So I'm going to split it up over these couple of days. You'll really start to think in those kind of 25 minute blocks and as a mom, this is so useful for us to be able to sit down. I can carve out 25 minutes. I can sit and work. I can get my kids, uh, you know, maybe working on a task, doing their homework, um, maybe even, you know, if you're okay with it, watching, you know, a little screen time for 25 minutes. We can do this. We can put them, you know, count your nap times as Pomodoro sessions or after you get your kids to bed or before your kids wake up. Those are great times to build in some of your Pomodoro cycles. Okay, so we've talked about the process of what it looks like to work through one Pomodoro cycle. You set your timer, you work uninterrupted for 25 minutes, then you take a short five minute break. Okay, you repeat that after four of them, you take a longer break. As you start to work these into your schedule, your daily and weekly process is going to start to change. You're gonna be able to organize your time differently. And this really works when you're blocking out you know, say your study hours, you want to think, uh, let's just say, for example, you want to get up uh, an hour before your kids wake up and do a little studying. So you could probably fit in three Pomodoros, maybe four before, uh, you know, that, that hour is up, but you want to start thinking about how much effort an activity requires. Does it ever feel like at the end of the day, where has the time gone? How is it six o'clock in the evening? What have I done all day? This will help you to not wonder anymore about where your time goes. You're going to track this with a, with a list as you make those checklists of Pomodoros. And you can get fancy with this. There's all kinds of trackers and, you know, uh, sheets that you can write down what your, what you did during each of your Pomodoro sessions, what you worked on. But this will help you have a visual overview of the time you're spending on various tasks. How long is it taking you to watch your lectures, to study your notes, to practice for a quiz, to work your homework questions? You'll really start to get good at estimating that. The second thing this will do is to really help you cut down on interruptions. You can afford to wait 25 minutes before you check Facebook again or before you call your friend back or you answer your phone the next time or before you reply to an email, 25 minutes is not asking that much of us. So you'll learn how to handle those interruptions while staying focused. And that is one of the biggest changes that I saw once I started implementing the Pomodoro technique in my study habits. Like I said, number three of this, you're going to be able to estimate the effort for activities. Once you kind of get going with this, you'll be able to accurately predict how many Pomodoros it will take to accomplish tomorrow's tasks tasks. And you'll be able to plan out your week, looking at all the assignments that you have due and the, the things you have to take care of. You can start planning those in the number of Pomodoros that you have. 
You can also, number four, start to make the Pomodoro technique more effective. Once you start getting used to this system, what you can do within those Pomodoros can be adjusted to really maximize your efficiency. One way to do that is to use the first few minutes of your Pomodoro block to review what you worked on before. And then at the end of your 25 minutes, review what you did and mark down, write down what you want to do in your next Pomodoro session. So one of the things that I found personally is that let's say I had a four Pomodoro block of time to work in. When I got to the end of that, I felt great. I had done all of this work, but if I got up and took a break or maybe say the next day I was sitting down to do my next chunk of Pomodoros, I would sometimes think about, oh, where do I start? Where did I finish last time and what do I need to do first? And so if I could make a few notes, start with this the next time you sit down to study this topic or start with this the next time you write. If I was writing a paper, for example, I would go to a new paragraph and say, here's the next thing I want to write about just so that when I sat down to do my next set of Pomodoros, I kind of knew where to get started. So it saves you time as you do these chunk Pomodoro sessions, you'll know what you've gotten accomplished and what you need to focus on next. Number five is to set up a timetable for yourself. A timetable is a way that you can set a limit and you can motivate yourself to complete those tasks within a set period of time. So imagine, you know, you have this big project that you've got to work on. You can help delineate your work time from your free time and know exactly how long it's going to take you. Maybe not exactly, but you can estimate how long it's going to take you to get that project done and breaking it down into those 25 minute segments is going to be really productive on, on your outcomes. So creating that clear timetable is going to help you enjoy those breaks, that time off without feeling guilty, like we all do as moms, that you could be doing more work. When you start setting up your time like this, you're going to feel more productive. You're going to feel more motivated, and it's really going to help you realize that that break time is essential. It's not something to feel guilty about. You're giving your brain a break and you'll know how much work you've gotten done. You won't feel like you've wasted your day. You'll feel like you've gotten so much done, especially when you're keeping a list of your accomplishments uh, through that, that Pomodoro tracking. The sixth thing here is that you can start to define your own objectives. What do you want to use this Pomodoro technique for? You could use it um, as a writer to realize if you're using, if you're spending too much of your time on revisions, you could adjust your Pomodoro sessions to make sure that you're using more brainstorming or more content creation time. You'll start to notice patterns in yourself as you, as you incorporate this into your study habits and your study plan. And I think you'll find that you can then really fine tune it and adjust it to what it is that makes the most sense for you. All right, team. So let's go back and just review really quickly. How do I get started with the Pomodoro technique? You're going to pick one task that you want to focus on. You're going to focus on that task uninterrupted for 25 minutes, set your timer, Promise yourself that you will not squirrel off and do any other tasks. You'll minimize or close everything else out and focus singly on that one task. 
25 minutes. When your timer goes off, then you either want to make a note of what you want the next task to be when you start back up, or you can just finish it and put your check mark on your paper. Write down what you did. If you're tracking what you're doing during your Pomodoro time, take your five minute break and then come back and start again. Remember that every four cycles, every four Pomodoros, you want to take a longer break. So that is a brief overview of the Pomodoro technique. I hope that you found this useful. Um, I, I really found when I was implementing this in my study habits that I was much more productive and focused than if I just sat down um, and was trying to multitask between email and social media and my assignments and readings and writings, all of that. Uh, so I hope you found this. I hope you found this useful. Let me know what you think about it, um, and I will see you guys again next week. Hey, friend! Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so honored that you spent your time here on the Alma Mother podcast. I know that there are so many different ways that you can spend your time. I'm just so, so grateful that you spent your time today here with me. I would love to connect with you. If you are on Instagram, my handle is at profmommy, P-R-O-F-M-O-M-M-Y. I'd love to connect with you there. I have a Facebook group for moms in college that I'd love for you to be a part of. It's called Alma Mother, just like this podcast. You can search for it or send me a message and I'd love to get you connected over there in that Facebook community. I also have a great freebie for you on my website. I've redone my website and I'm really excited for you to get to see it. I have a free productivity planner just for moms in school. It's 32 pages worth of all kinds of planners and trackers that you can use that will hopefully be helpful to you uh, in your college life as a mom. There's daily planners, weekly to-do lists, self-care trackers, uh, budgets, bill trackers, uh, monthly calendars. We've got all kinds of family schedule, study schedule, future semester plans. I have a goals check in there for you, a group project plan page, all kinds of fun things for you to get to use. I hope that it is useful to you and you can grab it over on my website, www.mandybiggers.com. That's M-A-N-D-Y-B-I-G-G-E-R-S.com. I hope to see you again next week. I go live every Wednesday with a new episode of Alma Mother. And until then, have a great week.